It's your favorite comedian, Anthony Rogers. Live in his tour bus, yeah. But also, you need to get a beard like this. People have been talking. They, they said your shit looks whack. It looks weird. They can't tell your pronouns. You need, you need to get a beard like this right now. And the only way to do that is by using luxurious bastard beard oil. Great smell, great function, great everything. Just get this. And there's directions on how to use it if you know how to read. But use the link in the description. Go to the website. Use promo code LEGENDARY. Get a discount. Do it. Thank you. Boom. Smokey's Edibles. Gluten-free. Dairy-free. Vegan. No corn syrup. Ugh. Way better than other edibles on the market. Get them. Get them. Get them. Eat responsibly, obviously. Like when you watch the show and you're not doing anything or you're at work or anything like that. That's obvious, but some people have to hear that. Um, Definitely... These are the watermelon. My favorite of the peach. I just grabbed these last night for something different. Sour watermelon sounded cool. I've had them before, but I just wanted a little something different, you know? Uh, make sure, that's 21 and over. Make sure they're 21 and over. Buy them for yourself. They're amazing. Eat them before the show. Eat them before every episode, like me. So I'm Dennis with the Anthony Rogers Show podcast. My question for you is, what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right now is housing. That the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm -hmm. most Americans. Along with oil and I, gas and food. Yeah, yeah. Well, inflation mm -hmm. is, is hurting everything. And inflation is more complex. Mm -hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight. What I can say mm -hmm. is that I'm going to stop the, cause, the long term cause of inflation. I'm going to unravel a war machine. I'm going to reduce dramatically healthcare costs by ending the chronic disease. Welcome back to the best show in the entire universe, or whatever I usually say. Um, today we have an interesting episode. Um, if you saw the hot sauce episode, it's one of the guys that created um. The hot sauce in there, the High Desert uh, Sauce Company. His name is Zach Perkins, and uh, we have an interesting story outside of that. How are you doing, brother? What's going on? Ah, thanks. It's weird uh, talking to you before the show and then having to say hello again. It's always it's always weird. Like <laughs> the recording process works. Like right. this, is our, this is our second hello in fifteen minutes. But uh, <laughs> but um, no, you have a very interesting story, and I think like uh, when we talked about um. I mean, the title and stuff. I'm um, almost almost the hot ones. I mean, I think that's a very interesting story. Um, so if you could elaborate a little bit on that, like what, uh, what, what exactly, I mean, elaborate a little bit on that title, like from homeless to hot ones, if you would, for us. <clears throat> Hi, <clears throat> my name's Zach. I'm a former homeless drug addict, alcoholic, uh, started my addiction journey at the age of 12 and it did not end until the age of 35, uh, January 3rd, 2017, I got sober and started putting my life back together and I had a lot of free time and I just kind of started making hot sauce one day, uh, you know, just giving it away to friends and family and people are like, why don't you have a label? Why are you not marketing this? Fast forward to the middle of, or the beginning of 2021, uh, hot ones reached out and they asked for our teacup masala. And there we are almost the hot ones. <laughs> What was that? What was that process like? Hot Ones is a very big show. Like, what uh, behind the scenes kind of like? What what is that? They uh, they just they they tried your sauce, I guess, prior and then reached out, or like what happened with that? Uh, so basically, 
uh, when I first started making hot sauce, obviously, uh, I didn't know how regulated it was. I didn't know there was all these guidelines. I was just illegally making hot sauce. Uh, went through the FTA. Yeah, you know, you know, we all got to start somewhere, right? And, you know, I honestly, like I said, I didn't know. I had another maker reach out to me and be like, hey, man, what you're doing is completely illegal, punishable by six-figure fines, this, that, and everything else. So I went and got my FDA approval, all that fun stuff. And then one of our fans, his father passed away <coughs> complications of kidney disease. So we made this benefit set. It was like three sauces. Teacup and salt was one of them. Um, well, back up a little bit. So when I first started making hot sauce, Heatness to the people that run the sauce for the show, like reached out and said, hey, this is who we are. This is what we want to do. Send us samples. Clearly, I didn't know what I was doing. The samples sucked. <laughs> uh and I heard from them like nine months later. Uh, and then I'm like, well, this is what's going on. You know, I got my FDA approval. I understand about, you know, stable uh, shelf stabilization, I, I, all this other stuff. Let me send you new stuff, send them new stuff. And then COVID shut the world down. So I'm sure that package went in the trash. Fast forward to that, you know, holiday season, my buddies father passed away from complications of kidney disease. We put together a benefit set that had three sauces, uh, raised like $10,000 for the National Kidney Foundation in honor of his dad. This teacup masala that I just showed you was uh, one of those sauces. And I had sent it to the Hot Ones people like, hey, I'm not, I don't expect nothing. This is just something I did. And I want to say happy holidays. And then they reached out March of 2021 and asked if i wanted to be on the show uh i didn't cry not at all <laughs> who who was on your episode uh <clears throat> let's see there was uh i don't even remember man it was a long time ago uh, matt damon lord michael shea uh the sheriff from stranger things elijah wood some rapper who didn't make it through uh Olivia Rodrigo. So you have clips of all these people trying your hot sauce? Yeah, that's all on YouTube. That's huge. That is huge. See, you should clip that. Clip that and reel that every day, bro. That's, that is that is. I, I, I hear you 100%, but it is technically property of complex media. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to step on no toes. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think in six second clips, it's uh, it counts as like uh, legal. But yeah, no, I could, but yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. Talk, yeah, I'd look into it more than just like me. No, I, I, I have a pretty good relationship with the guys at Complex. Like, I'll email them if I'm gonna get a sticker made that says something that has anything to do with hot ones. You yeah, know what I mean? And I, I run it by them, so you know. No, yeah, that's probably a better choice than just listening to uh, my unsolicited random advice on a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But no, that's cool, man. Um, that that's a big deal, I think, in the, just in general, let alone the hot sauce. I mean, that's that's a big deal. I mean, so so yeah, it was just kind of something you just uh, you just like hot sauce, I guess. Like, and and did you have like a thing? Like, were you drawn to hot sauce like prior and like kind of a fan of it like before you started making it? I'm assuming. No, man. I <clears throat> I've always made like a spicy barbecue sauce, and uh, I would get this habanero extract from this place locally. Then they quit continuing, or they quit making it. They discontinued it. Jesus, I can't talk today. Sorry, it's late for me. I've been up since 2.30. <laughs> they discontinued it, and I was originally trying to uh, mimic that, and it just turned it just turned into hot sauce. Uh, a, a common theme in the spicy community is a lot of us are former drug addicts. 
simply because enough capsaicin will unlock endorphins and you will get high. And it's kind of nice. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, I've just been into a hot sauce game since like 2017. No, that's awesome, man. That's a, that's a crazy story. Like, uh, I think I think that should inspire like kind of anybody to follow like whatever path they're on. Did I like you? Know, I guess you didn't know this was your path, and this kind of happened for you. I, I well, I mean, you did the work, I guess. But I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I put a lot of work into it, but at the time, I didn't realize that this is hot sauce saved my life. I, I'll, I'll just say it: hot sauce saved my life. I've been in and out of every program you could imagine: detox, rehab, groups, cognitive behavioral thinking therapy, like. None of that was able to keep me sober. Uh, hot sauce, however, has kept me sober since January 3rd of 2017. I legit just uh, celebrated seven years. Wow, that's a long time, man. So you think like uh, you think it's the happiness that like the business success has provided <clears throat> you, or do you think it's the busy work, or what do you what do you kind of uh, think it is? It gives me a purpose, honestly. Um, uh, up until this, I was in construction my whole life, and I hated every second of it, every day of my life. And life was miserable. Uh, I enjoy this. Uh, it gives me purpose. I, I obviously don't have a problem telling my story. Uh, you know, I just, I don't know. My, my worst day bottling hot sauce is better than my best day painting houses. So, you know. That's that's great. Uh, I mean, I, not the suffering part, but the, the solving the suffering. It's great to hear that, man. And um, I think everybody has to find what that is for them. You know, I think. Every, sorry, what were you saying? Without the suffering, you can't appreciate the not suffering. You know what I mean? Very true. No, it's very true. And I think that. Uh, yeah, I think with. I think that's a great point, and I think that everybody kind of needs to find that for themselves. Um, uh, like their own kind of path. Like you I mean, like hot sauce to you, what kind of what podcasting and comedy is to me? I guess you know something that like. Uh, yeah. I, I've tried to get away from several times and I'm always drawn back into it. Like I'll, I'll compl- I have the easiest job of all time and I complain about it. I, I mean, I couldn't imagine, <laughs> like, I, I couldn't imagine actually having to do construction or anything like that. I, I, yeah. The complaints I'd actually have, you know? <clears throat> yeah. No, uh, you know, I just, I just fell under the trades cause I didn't know what else I, I knew. I didn't want to like work at a gas station or be in customer service or, you know what I mean? I didn't want to sit at a desk. I didn't want to work in a warehouse. I wanted to be outside. Uh, yeah, granted, I don't get to do much of that now just because of what I do. However, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, if it wasn't for hot sauce, I don't know where the fuck I'd be right now. Can I curse? <laughs> no, oh, no, so, yeah, no, you can't. I'm just messing around. Yeah, um, okay. No, you look really pale for uh, for Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the lighting, man. Okay. It's Tucson. It's Tucson. I'm like you're the only person I haven't seen. It's not like that's not like brown or, or sunburned in Phoenix. Like, yeah. <laughs> or, oh yeah, you're it, in Tucson. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Tucson, but it's it's just the the. the let's see, let's see if I can change the, the lighting here. Oh, you don't have to. I'll just make it a joke. I was just, just suggest, man. There we go. There we go. Less pale. Less pale. <laughs> so did it take you this what? time to? Did you know what you wanted to be like? Did you have like other options that you wanted to be kind of as an adult, like when you were a child or anything like that, or like like any kind of extremities or anything like that, or did you? You broke up. I lost you, man. You are. You're glitching hard. 
Yeah, my the Starlink's not the best, man. Don't if you're watching this at home, don't get Starlink because it makes you look stupid on interviews, apparently. <laughs> uh, but 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 uh, so did you have um like like you said you weren't looking to do hot sauce, I guess like at a younger age. Was there something you wanted to do at a younger age, like that that? Uh... I had no no guidance. I don't want to say that I have any guidance. I had no plan for life. I really didn't think I was going to live past the age of nineteen. I was involved in drugs at the age of twelve, and like. I, I honestly, I was involved with some bad people and I did not think that I would be sitting here right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, well, welcome to the top. You're on, you're on the Anthony Rogers show, you know, so welcome. Oh, welcome yeah. to, <laughs> I'm just messing around it, but I know, that confidence is not a bad thing. Like, you know, as long as you remember to stay humble in the process. Very true. No, I think that's very true. Um, also, if you're watching at home, like, yeah, like if you Google uh, his name and his hot sauce company, Zach Perkins and uh, High Desert Sauce Company, there's a lot of good articles on it out, out of uh, the Arizona area that are pretty good to read, too. Um, just kind of get, like, some stuff. We've got people in the comments already saying they're going to buy it. Like, so, I mean, you, you apparently uh, present yourself well because, like, uh, there's people already saying, I'll I'll purchase some hot sauce in the comments, which is which is good. Uh, but, but, no, uh, so what, what is your favorite sauce that you make, personally? What is your Oh. It depends on the day, man. Honestly, and what they, they, all, they all have a special meaning to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like this here is not going to work now. That was my favorite of yours. I tried actually. Yeah, the fire. Yeah, I switched the lights up, so now of course it's not going to. Tell us. It was the green. What? What was it called? The green what? Fire rusty green. It's fire. Just, Fire roasted pavado, fire roasted jalapeno, a little bit of serrano, green onion, garlic, salt, lime juice. That's it. Super simple. Perfect taco sauce. Like, like in my opinion, the perfect taco sauce. Yeah, I mean, we do what have a taco. So, uh, I mean, that sauce can pretty much go on everything. You know, uh, you're one of those guys. Okay, you, just, you you put it on your eggs to eggs to your dinner, basically. Yeah, you know, say with the fire roasted red. I do have a dessert sauce. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's sitting here right now. No, oh yeah, that complicated ass motherfucker. Uh -huh. Yeah, yep, yeah. I don't know if you can see that. Oh no, yeah, it is what it is. That's our uh, that's our fruit based sauce. It's our it's called not Mama's Tamoy. It's raspberries and orange peel and stupid hot peppers. I put that's that on my, my. What do you put it on? I was about to guess. What'd you say? Oh, uh, well, take a guess. I put it on like toast with butter, man. Honestly, that's what made me think immediately. It was like usually just like a jam replacement immediately when I heard that. Yeah, I put it on oatmeal, I, you know, cheesecake, ice cream, stuff like that. But it also goes good oh. on like pulled pork. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, cheesecake and ice cream are way better. That'd be that'd be awesome on that. Ham sandwiches, turkey sandwiches. It's uh, quite versatile for being like a, a raspberry forward sauce. You gotta be in like the zone for like a sweet, uh, for like a sweet food of any kind. But when I'm in that zone, man, that sounds like good. That sounds good for it. And like, yeah, we tried a bunch of your sauce. If you, uh, also, if you're watching this, um, we, we did the, the hot sauce competition and uh, we, I tried a bunch of them that and to add context, tried a bunch of them there. The I think the fire roasted green was probably my favorite one out of the ones I had. And, and then you have a lot of good sauces and like, uh, but but I think that was like the zone I was in, and I get you mean more or less, and like, uh, that, it just tastes like really good and fresh. I, I, that's what. Also, your sauces are very fresh tasting, and I'm I'm like a, I'm picky when I go to like a restaurant, and like um and like there's like a Cholula you can just taste you can taste it was from like 500 years ago. You mean you, you yeah. can just taste 
you just taste that it's old and yours didn't taste like that. And I, I prefer that to be obviously. No, man. I mean, I try to keep everything uh, within uh, three months. You know what I mean? I make it and I try to get rid of it within three months. As, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not in the market of over I'm not in the market of mass producing product and letting it sit in my warehouse. I will not make more sauce than I can sell in three months. No, that's smart. And I'm kind of picky in that regard. The older I get, like when I was younger, I could just put Frank's red hot, red hot sauce on something and be like, whatever. But now I just taste how old the vinegar is and everything. And it's just like, and I didn't used to be able to taste that, you know, and I I feel like maybe, I don't know if it's like linking up with a bunch of you guys that makes, make your own sauces or, or if I just got older or both or I tried the real thing, you know, and like it, it's it ruined my life, you know, now I can't, I can't have these other, uh, I can't even have Tabasco. Tabasco is disgusting to me. Like I just can't uh, even. I mean, there's a place for every, there's a, a place for every sauce. Uh, you're, not, I, I personally... you're nicer than I am. You're nicer than I am. But, but Tabasco, the only place I can think of is like the trash can. Maybe the recycle bin. <laughs> it's it's a, a place, place, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is a place. It's just not, it's just sweet and weird. It's, it's, I don't know what, it's like sweet, weird, and watery. And it, it tastes like just vinegar and sugar or something, man. I don't know what it. Yeah. I don't, what, I, yeah we don't thing. use any. We don't use any refined sugars in our in our product. We sweeten with agave. We have two sauces that have honey, uh, dates, obviously raspberries, some mango. You know, we we try to we keep it natural. Um, that's what someone said. Any- the, the other stuff has chemicals, and that's what someone said in the comments. Yeah, keeping it natural is probably mm-hmm. the best. That's probably the different your difference in your taste. Yeah, we keep we keep it all natural. Uh, the only preservatives that exist in any of our products are uh, in our canned tomatoes. They have uh, some citric acid. There's it's, there's no getting away from that. Um, and I I had to go canned tomatoes because fresh vegetables, the water activity in fresh vegetables veggies fluctuates between summertime and wintertime so in the summertime they have more water which thins your sauce out and in the wintertime there's less water and it makes your sauce thicker so to obtain like consistent consistency i had i had to go can tomatoes unfortunately but you know it is what it is no that makes sense like yeah and but i uh, that's crazy so do you have a favorite sauce outside of your sauce like what, what kind of sauces do you what kind of sauces do you mess with as like a sauce maker that's always kind of opinions i want to hear uh, i don't buy sauce bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh no we uh there's some makers uh there's big reds out of phoenix uh charman out of ojai california uh we have some friends in california at california hot sauce solutions that's uh Palman Acres and uh, Jay Smallbatch, they make really good stuff. Uh, friends in Idaho, Irish Spike, I like some of his stuff. I'm trying to think of what I have open right now. Oh, what do we got here? Some Hotter Than L out of Florida. What else we got? Hawaiian Hot Teas out of Hawaii. Uncle Mungo's out of Australia. <laughs> You know, there's a great comment in the comments from this guy named Jeff, uh, Jeff Coy. It looks like he said, uh, he, he said, Zach's more white than most uh, people in Tucson because he's smart to stay inside, <laughs> to stay inside like the rest. So it was 110 degrees outside. You don't go outside. That's what yeah, he said. Pretty much. Yes. Jeff's a good buddy of mine, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh is he Jeff? okay? You actually, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a yeah. funny comment. I had to bring that up. But, uh, 
So, um, outside of your website, I mean, ahdsauceco.com, you can get your uh, uh, sauces there. Is there any other good spots like uh, to grab your sauces, like store? Uh, like, I guess this is more nationwide. I do, ha- I do have some people in Missouri. You're in, you're in Hot Works in Missouri too. I mean, uh, but outside of that, are there any other good spots for people to grab sauces? So, if you go to our website, there's a section that says where to buy. It'll tell you the closest oh. location uh, to obtain our product. Quote, awesome. Uh, Local to you, I, I will say we did get our FDA approval during COVID. Uh, there wasn't a, a huge wholesale market at that time. So my main focus was web sales. Uh, so my wholesale game is not as good as it should be. However, I am working on it. Cool. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. I mean, you pretty much, I, I think you're your only critic, man. I think uh, having a look, having a place on your website where people can find close locations is pretty good or buy yeah buy direct from zach himself on his website probably the best way to do it for a business i i'd assume um is to go straight to the source um straight to the source is always best if you order four more sauces you get a discount or you can uh choose one of our predetermined packs uh free shipping over 20 bucks you know yeah it's great i think um it's interesting because like and hey, hi Jenny by the way I, I just saw you're late hi uh but yeah no I think um I think you're in a good market I think like um hot sauce is just interesting to me I, th- I have like a I, I don't run my I'm on my bus right now but I, I have like platters of this at different places I have like a I, I have so much hot sauce I just I, I'm a big fan of hot sauce and I think that um a normal person probably has like one to three bottles in their fridge I um I have just like uh yeah you probably have way more you see, if you're making it you probably have way more than I do probably even. but uh but I I collect I collect it because like a lot through the years hot sauce sponsors have had my back more than most companies I'd say until recently now it's like edibles and stuff but I'd say but I'd say like uh, most of my sponsors have been hot sauce sponsors so I I have I have the luxury of trying all these different kinds of hot sauces like yours included and and like um I just have trays of it I, I like. In two or three, lo- I have two or three trays in, of hot sauce in two or three different locations. I think three trays of hot sauce in three locations. Like, uh, no, I just, I just completely and like, do what? It's normal. It's normal for you, for a hot sauce maker, probably. But, but, but the average house probably no. doesn't. Is no. it okay? Yeah, no, it's normal, man. It's normal. There's an ongoing thing in like the hot sauce groups. My wife won't let me open any more hot sauce until I finish four open ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, so it's like it's like the gun community, I guess. Then, huh? Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. That makes sense. Okay, because like most people I know, if if I go to a, if like like dudes, if I go to their house, they maybe have like three or four hot sauces, maybe, but they do have wives, so it makes sense. The wives probably keeping them in check. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I have a wife too. She's actually the one that got me into spicy food, so I, I blame her for all this. <laughs> That's funny, man. Like, I think I got my wife into spicy food a little bit more than uh, than she was. I think, like, that's funny. I was the opposite in my situation. I've loved hot sauce, and I even have like stomach ulcers, and I still eat hot sauce. Like, I just like, uh, I, got, I just, like, I my my I can always handle it eating it. It's just my stomach. I mean, just I guess stress or something, you know. But uh, but no, I've always I've always I used to put so much hot sauce on stuff when I was a kid. I, I mean, I've always been like that. You know, yeah. I always covered it in, uh, in sauces, like. <laughs> in the comments, I'm a nice guy. I don't care how many sauces. Nice. I like the um my favorite. I think my favorite mixture, man, is that, like black garlic with a really spicy pepper, like a Reaper or something, man. That's like okay. my. Okay. Wasn't one of yours like that? The saffron one was like that, or which one was like that? 
No, so I have, I don't think I have it here, but I make a sauce for a band out of Phoenix called Snail Mate. And That's it, right. It, I remember you telling me that. It, it is cold brewed coffee, black garlic, and uh, chocolate habanero peppers. It's unique. It's different. It's delicious. Yeah, that black garlic. And then you put like, uh, my, my two favorite sauces are like a good, like a, uh... Just a good red sauce, and then like a good like, and then like like you're saying the black the black garlic, reaper ghost pepper type thing, where it's just like you only put, need a dot on. I, I, I like that sauce too, and then I like the everyday use where you just drown it. I, I, I like both, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's my favorite sauce depends on how how bad I want to hurt myself that day. You know what I mean? <laughs> my taste buds can always handle it. It's always just my the only thing the only thing that messes with me is my stomach at this point because I'm old. But like. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I drink a lot in my 20s, probably, and I'm, and I'm always stressed. I don't know, stress, drinking a lot in my 20s, hot sauce and everything. Maybe those are the three factors, I think. But, but yeah, no, it's like uh, I my taste buds can handle pretty much any of it. Like, like it's weird. Like, it's, it doesn't bother my taste buds or tongue or anything like that. It just bothers my stomach sometimes, so, you know. Like, but I oh, If you eat some stupid hot stuff on an empty stomach, it, it, it'll, it'll rock anybody's tummy, you know what I mean? Oh. Is that okay? I didn't know if that was more across the board or not. It's kind of why I was bringing. Yeah, I didn't know if that was. Uh... Yeah, no, man. Like, there's this hot chicken place in Phoenix, and we were going to see Primus, I think, and we stopped there. And I'm like, oh, give me the fucking hottest thing you got. And like, it wasn't that hot in my mouth, but it rocked my stomach to the point where we couldn't go to the show because I was cramping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of people have that problem. They say I, I hear a lot of people say that they have that problem with sauce, like. Mine's just an intense burning in my stomach sometimes. If, yeah. I, if I, no matter what hot sauce I eat, really, but I, I, I eat so many like whatever you know, whatever stomach things to neutralize it. I mean, I'd, I'd rather just eat that stuff. So I can, my taste buds love it. It's like that's I can't even eat anything that doesn't have hot sauce on it. To be honest, like taste wise, it's just like gross. Yeah. I don't put hot sauce uh, on. It. I don't know if it's gross, but yeah, no hot sauce. Like it's addicting, man. It 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 is one hundred percent addicting. Maybe boring. Boring is a better word than gross, I guess. It's yeah, just boring. it's just boring without. I, I I literally can't. I mean, I don't. I don't put. I, I didn't put it on my fruit or protein shakes today. I guess, but everything else I ate today, I put it on. I just covered it with everything, you know. Yeah, but I have something you could use on your on your protein shakes. What's that? The not mama's chamoy. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Is that the raspberry sauce you're talking about? Yeah, raspberry, honey, and uh, stupid hot peppers, chocolate okay. seven pots. Interesting. What peppers are mixed in that? Uh, chocolate seven pot. It's called seven pot dugla. I've never even heard of that. That's crazy. You've heard of a uh, seven pot primo? I have not even heard of those peppers. Like for some reason. Okay, so there's a whole thing about it, and I'm not even going to get into it. it it's <laughs> kind of like, uh, yeah, it, there's a lot of drama in the community right now going on over this shit. So it's kind of like a Carolina Reaper. Uh, it's just a more stable pepper. It's called a seven pot primo, and it is what they call a chocolate version of that, which means it's a brown pot. That's interesting. I never, yeah, no, I, uh, there's so many more peppers than I thought as a kid. Like, I mean, I, I didn't even look like I'm like from the suburbs, so I didn't even realize there were fresh jalapenos. I didn't even understand any of that. I remember having like then, I remember having like uh, pickled jalapenos when I was a kid. When I was like yep. three years old, even like. I remember eating that stuff as a kid on my nachos and stuff. And like, everyone's like, oh, no, you don't eat that. And like, I, I remember just like enjoying it from like three years old oh. on. I remember the, that's the first time I ever had a pepper was a pickled jalapeno. I remember that I was like three. But, um, but, but I, when I found out in my like early teens or early childhood that there were fresh jalapenos, that changed my life. 
I was like, that's just, it just, it just never <laughs> even occurred to me. I just, you know, what I mean, I was just like always fed from a, like, you know, from that kind of thing. It never even occurred to me until it did. And I'm like, man, fresh peppers, there's nothing like that, man. There's just not like, there's nothing like a fresh pepper, man. Like, yeah, I don't eat a lot of fresh pies, man, just because they, uh, they, uh, destroy my stomach, but they do. That's probably why my stomach lining's probably gone. But, uh, well, no, it's, it's proven that, uh, you know, these, uh, Hot stuff doesn't, um, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Hot stuff does not actually give you ulcers, but if you have ulcers, it's not something ah, you, need, you know what you I know mean? That, yeah, it's this defense mechanism. We're like, we're not, we're probably not supposed to like it. Like, you know, it's like, it's a little pepper that was uh, bred to inflict pain. To warn you that hey, you know this this is gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, and, and like it's funny that we actually do like it. It's it's like if we liked eating like cactus or something, you know. It's, it's it's the equivalent of that, like the spikes on the cactus, you know. But but I do love the taste. It, it it really, I mean, hot sauce to me is like salt or something. It just brings out the taste in other things. Also, I feel like you know right. on like tacos, it's like I don't know. It's like yeah. uh, I agree. Flavor enhancer and a little bit of heat. It really is, you know. It definitely enhances the flavor too. So back in the darker times and stuff, what's the craziest shit you saw homeless? <laughs> like <laughs> the craziest shit that I've seen homeless. So I used to hang out this apartment complex in Phoenix, uh, where they let's see, they found a burning body in the dumpster. The little oh neighborhood, the, the little neighborhood dope man got shot in the back with a twelve gauge. Um, yeah, you know, it's normal stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. So you, you saw a body in the dumpster. I didn't see it, but you know, you leaving their police activity and they had it roped off and it later came out that they found a body in the dumpster. Yeah, yeah, like Burn, yeah. On, on fire, like on fire. Man, that's crazy. That is crazy. That definitely that definitely lived up to the hype of the craziest thing you saw homeless. You know, I wasn't expecting that. I definitely lived up to the hype, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I said, I didn't actually see what was going on, but you know, trying to go do my thing and they're like you can't go this way <laughs> for, for people watching them might be in your situation or might one day like what 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 was your transition period out of being homeless like what, what was what was that like i've never really asked you about that uh transition so one day i decided i, I woke up well i don't even know how far back to go in the story <laughs> uh so my partner and i have known each other for 25 years now something like that and you know life happens we parted ways when she was like young like years and years ago and just lived our lives and somehow we like reconnected i was at the as i was at the end of my tweaker journey and we were talking and uh, i had gone to rehab and i had left rehab and you know, fuck this. I'm just going to go kill myself with drugs. And she drove from Tucson to Phoenix and picked my ass up. And that was that. Like, quit doing drugs. Uh, still drank for like a year and a half. Put her through hell. How I'm still sitting here, I have no clue. Uh, but I'm very grateful that she never officially kicked me to the curb. So... Someone had yeah, a question I mean, comments, uh, too. Like, were you ever involved in gangs on the street? No, no, not at all. 
Yeah, because I don't think many people were in that situation. So there's always like a like a like a, like a TV TV made for or uh, made for TV kind of movie aspect of it too, where we don't. I don't think a lot of people understand that really. And like, uh, like, uh, so so what what got you in that situation originally? I guess like. I don't know, man. Like I, I moved around a lot when I was a kid. I was I went to like five different elementary schools before I was in third grade. So I at a very young age, I just learned not to like connect with people. And I just felt very alone as a kid. And you know, what's more comforting than drugs? What loves you more than drugs? <laughs> Your family. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, I don't want to really get into like family shit, dude. It's just fucking complicated. So, um, I, I come was, from a long line. Joke. I, wasn't I, trying. I come, I come from a long line of fucked up people, dude. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah sorry to hear that, man. It's, that's, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, yeah, but, I, but I do think it's a learning experience at the same time that probably gives you an edge and more appreciation for success than somebody that's born into it. You know, I think like, uh, so there's a lot of positive to say, I guess, too, but I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish struggle on anybody, to be honest, you know? No, no. I mean, getting out of, like, the struggle mindset, it's a completely different mindset. Like, now I find myself going there. Like, I make this hot sauce company a struggle sometimes, like, not even realizing that I'm doing it. Uh, it, it, It's like a – it's a brain cycle that you got to break. I I don't know how to explain it. Um. Like things have begun. Like I'll start complaining because I'm getting too many orders. Like who the fuck? Why <laughs> would I complain about making money, dude? You know what I mean? Like, and it's like you just gotta. I, I gotta catch myself, or like I'll I'll hate life for a little while. I'll hate hot hot sauce for a little while. I'll get to a point where I'm like, fuck this, I quit. You know what I mean? I, I never do because it's like I don't. The only thing I ever quit is doing drugs. <laughs> We have a lot in common. Like I feel, I feel like I'm the kind of guy. I'm like, man, this gold crown doesn't. I don't. I don't want my gold crown or my perfect life. No, I'm. I'm a. I. I had the easiest job in the world, and all my dreams have come true daily. And I still complain constantly. But you mean it's just yeah. like I literally, I literally have like all everything I've ever wanted happens all the time, and I still complain about it. Yeah, I mean, it's got to change that mindset, man. Find that gratitude. Remember the reason why you do what you do. Think about what you could be doing instead of doing this. You can, standing behind, you can be standing behind a counter in Circle K dealing with some of the worst fucking people on the planet, you know? Uh, See, and being and that doesn't bother me as much as there's just no money in it. Like, I, if, it, if it paid, like, 200 bucks an hour, I'd, I'd gladly do that job. It's just, like, it just doesn't make any money, so I'm just like, I can't even I, – I couldn't even imagine like, – like, I see a lot of people just like, man, I really just want to make 20 bucks an hour. And I'm like, what? Like, I just like, okay, I mean, and God, God bless them. I mean, I'm not trying to knock people. I'm just saying – I just, I'm just not that way. I couldn't, I couldn't show up for anything like that. I just, I'd rather, I'd rather be poor than make 20 bucks an hour. It's I'm that stubborn, you know, yeah, which I think I, is I'm, still poor. I think that's still poor, but I'm saying I'd rather be broke than make 20 bucks an hour. Is what I'm saying. I'm the, I'm the same way. I, I do not make a good employee. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was reading that comment. No, me too. Uh, I'm still trying to take it in. I don't. I, it's crazy. The what's Solo Flex? I don't know. Is it a band? I don't. I don't know. Sounds like a Ooh, band. I don't know. Yeah. The founder Solo Flex son and his dad are in power. Yeah, DK, Flex? you want to elaborate on that a little bit? DK? Oh, it's, it's it's gym equipment. I oh, now. I remember now. After you said that, that totally made sense. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I remember that now. Uh, 
like Bowflex, it was like the precursor to Bowflex. That totally makes sense. Yeah, it sounded familiar. I didn't know what it was, and I just assume everything's a band because I'm into music. I'm like, oh, is that a band? Like to, to everything. So, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I mean, anybody could be in any situation. All of your mask and pain. I mean, I, a lot. I see. I see a lot of people. I mean, I, I, I live in a bus, so I'm not even trying to act like I'm like uh, I'm like anything. But I'm saying, like, I see a lot of people experiencing a lot of pain, especially. I mean, society's nuts today. I mean, I mean, this the world's at least the way it's presented is crazy today. It's just like doesn't make any sense. Like. Uh, Soul Flex yeah. is a weightless workout, gym equipment. There are eight balls that run. That's crazy. Yeah. There are eight yeah. balls in high school. I couldn't even imagine doing drugs in high school. That's crazy. Like I was just I don't know. I just wouldn't even like got. I don't know. I maybe smoked weed or something, but it's just like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. By ninth grade, I was eating ecstasy and LSD on a regular basis. And when I say a regular basis, I would usually show up to school tripping balls from the night before. That's crazy. Those are usually the guys who become business. You know, those guys, guys like you, either fucking die or fucking be, or become self-employed. There's no like, like, there's no telling guys like you what to do. So, so you end up, you yeah. end up doing both. You end up like, like, like the homeless or or hot ones in your situation. I mean, that that is the, those are the two tiers of that kind of person. You you can't really tell a guy what to do that's in your that's like you. You know, you, I feel like. Yeah, no, I no, that's what I was saying before that comment popped up. Like I don't I don't I don't make a good employee, man, because you know, I'm gonna give you what you pay me. I will come in, I will show you what I can do, and then if you don't pay me what I feel I'm worth, I'm just gonna give you what you pay me. So if you pay me eighteen bucks an hour, I'm gonna give you eighteen bucks an hour. I know it's a fucked up mentality to have, but That's yeah. how I no, that's how you I felt as a mean? kid. I mean I I feel like my tw- yeah, I feel like in my 20s, I just kind of job hop bullshit jobs until I can work for myself. You know, nobody wants to nobody wants to buy things off you in your 20s, really. So, so it's hard. It's hard to be a good salesman. It's hard to run your own company in your 20s unless you're born into it, I guess. But, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like now I'm like old now. I'm like 30, not old, but like getting older, 37. So it's like easier to be self-employed than it was in my 20s. So, so I, mean, I, I, uh, like I job hopped all the time and just didn't give a fuck about anything I worked for. No, I was uh, I was the youngest licensed painting contractor in the state of Arizona. Like, I, I didn't fuck around. I was in business at the age of twenty three. <laughs> yeah, maybe I was just a lazy motherfucker. You know, I, like you could <laughs> like so. So I no. mean, if you're, if you're doing that, that proves my entire theory. I just thought that in my head. That's just how my life was. It doesn't mean you know. What I mean, it's like nice yeah. job, no. yes, jobs. I've learned a lot of stuff. I mean, I worked for probably every kind of job for two weeks. You know, yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I mean, I, I've, I've held some jobs. I've had some kitchen jobs. I used to be a mobile forklift mechanic. Uh, you know, I've done some things, but like back in 2003, the reason I'm in Arizona is because I came out here to establish like uh, a relationship with my biological father who I hadn't known in like 15 years. And he ended up passing away on a, on a job site and I took over his phone. So people started calling looking for him to come paint shit. And they got me. So I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll do it for you. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. And that that was like my first taste other than like attempting to sell drugs, which I was really bad at, uh, was my first taste of like self-employment. And I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to fucking work for anybody ever again. <laughs> it, it's it's hard. I don't know how anybody does. Like, uh, like I see I see a lot of my friends complain. They're, they're like, oh, man, no one's like hiring for like a wage. I want I'm like, well, then start your own company. You know, I'm always yeah. like thinking. I always feel like that, but he, that's just how guys like us are. I mean, not everyone's like that. Some people just want to like, walk in and have free time, you know? <laughs> like, I think, you, know, yeah. you know, like, I feel like, uh, I don't know what your schedule is, yeah. being self-employed, but like, there's not much free time in being an entrepreneur. I mean, 
if it, no. you're, you're building it up uh, or you're or you're filling obligations you know it's like you're either self-promoting enough to have business or you're filling all the obligations from having a business you know, that's what it seems like for me uh i'll put it to you this i was up at 2 30 this morning uh working on my stupid tiktok job because i keep violating my products for some reason even though i have like an F, what's called an FCE number. It's from the FDA. It's it's means my I'm a registered food canning establishment. Ugh, it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing, and it's like if if I want to try to do anything with this TikTok shop, like I have to get up at two thirty in the morning to handle that shit, so that I can go bottle hot sauce at like five. You know what I mean? So that I can go pack orders when I'm done bottling hot sauce. It's it's a whole thing. I mean these bags, these bags. <laughs> I've earned these bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. funny. You know, that, that's weird too. Cause I, I do wake up early also. I mean, I don't wake up at 2 a.m. because that's you're, you're nuts for that. But uh, but I mean I wake up it's, at like uh I wake up at like six and then I do a bunch of stuff and then I have to do this podcast at night. I mean I don't have to, I choose to, but, but, but I do a podcast at night also, and I'm like, it's it's weird. I feel like I'm part of the morning world where I'm like working out and like riding my bike early and stuff, and then and working out at the gym with the early go-getters. And I'm also part of the night crowd too. I feel like I feel like I'm part of both crowds somehow with this like lifestyle, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. Like right before I hopped on here, I was on a different call with uh the people I do a podcast with because we're we're starting something. Uh, I don't really throw that out too. Where can people, where can people find your, uh, your podcast? Throw that out there too. Uh, so I'm part of a podcast. It's called flavor bounty. And basically it's a podcast for hot sauce makers and people who love hot sauce. And we interview different guests every week and we just, uh, you know, try to, this podcast was started because, uh, there are a lot of illegal hot sauce makers out there. A lot of them, because they're naive and they don't know any better like myself. I, I didn't know how regulated acidified foods were when I first started doing this. So, you know, and then there are others that, you know, oh, the government's not going to tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. But hot sauce is more regulated than alcohol because improperly bottled, it can kill somebody. Botulism is a real fucking thing. Like, and I'm not saying that to scare anybody. It just is what it is. So my buddy and I started this podcast to help bring awareness to the proper way of uh, going through the proper channels of getting legal. And, and you know, so that's, that's what that podcast is about. Working out. Flavor balance, heat, YouTube, anywhere where you can listen to a podcast. We're, we're there. That's a great name for a show. I, I mean, that's a real, that's a really great name. And, and like, it's cool. It's, it's cool premise. I think hot sauce. Or sorry. What were you saying? I feel like you had some. Uh, I was going to say that's his brainchild, man. I'm just along for the ride, you know? <laughs> But I, I appreciate the honesty on that too. It's like, yeah, no, but I think, uh, no, it's a great name and I think great concept. I think, uh, hot sauce is just kind of interesting. It's an interesting kind of thing right now. And I think it's like, um, it's one of those, like, uh, it's one of those niche and mainstream things somehow because it feels like a niche industry, but everybody uses it. So it's like weird that it's both almost, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, like Walmart now is picking up like, smaller brand hot sauces you can find smaller brand hot sauces at grocery stores like i mean i'm, I'm working on getting on the shelves of sprouts you know what i mean no that's awesome man. i wish you continued success and all that that's I, that's cool but, and like uh it's funny we even know mutual people too because i was like um i was on that uh i, I was on the hot, hot works did like a brief podcast we got a couple comedians on there and i was one of the i was i think i was the first guy on there 
and our first comic on there. And like, uh, it's funny that, you know, Robert also, I, I, that was a really yeah. small world to me when I realized that. So it's, I mean, it seems like, uh, to me, hot sauce seems a lot like the beard oil community too, to which is like, it's like a small group of people, but then a lot of people buy it and use it, which is like interesting. It seems like just like an, yeah. another, like, as far as like a businessman, it almost seems, I mean, it seems kind of niche, but, but as far as like a consumer, it seems like huge. So it's like, it's like weird to me, but then you guys all know each other, I guess, which is weird to me too. So the spicy community is like a $5 billion a year industry. And it's got like a 4.7% growth rate. Like it's, it's a huge industry. But it feels, it feels niche though. Doesn't it, doesn't it feel like smaller than it is? The craft side of it, like what, what I do and like what Robert deals with. Yes, it is 100% like, small niche everybody knows everybody or everybody knows of everybody yeah it it feels like that but it's not that's that's what's weird about it because like because like because like most communities that make billions of dollars don't feel as small as the hot sauce community feels but it it, but 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 feeling's not real i mean it's definitely huge you know i mean it's it's like uh i mean it's definitely a huge like kind of like like network and community of people and like um and and yeah that's i mean that's just and you can also find uh high desert sauce uh like in in uh hot works if you're in uh cape Toronto or uh st charles if you're watching this a lot of people from missouri watched it but um but no that's uh t- tell me saw on this podcast so so robert knows people watch this but uh, i'm just, joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. joking. no i've not actually met robert personally uh i will meet him at the fiery food show come march so where's that at uh albuquerque Oh, okay, I've never been to. I've never been to New Mexico. One of the few states I haven't been to. That's interesting. It's like it's like a sister city to Tucson. Yeah, I actually have an email. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no. since... Where's your brother? I was gonna say it's been a while since this person that emailed me uh, <laughs> ordered. <laughs> uh, they were asking about a sauce that I discontinued like years ago. Oh yeah, which sauce was it? And it was called Wine Drunk Pear. It was made with uh, local white wine and pears. It was delicious, but being sober, I don't, I don't want to fuck with alcohol, so I, I don't. I just discontinued it. Do you still smoke weed, or do you? Or do you uh... Uh, no cigarettes and caffeine, man. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, interesting. No, I was just curious on that. So, uh, you said you've been sober since 2017. Correct. That's a, that's a long time, man. That's that's crazy, yeah. and like. And like, and like, like part of me, I, I, I have such mixed feelings on sobriety. Like, I, I quit, I quit smoking and, and a bunch of other things. But, but, but I feel like uh, I have such mixed feelings where I feel like uh, when I quit chain smoking weed, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm at the ground floor, you know. But also, like, like, but also, it feels, it also feels like an accomplishment. So it's like, it's like kind of a double edged sword. Where like, I mean, it's, it's like, man, I'm not, I'm not uh, as lazy and stupid as I was. Uh, but I mean, I'm at the ground floor. It's, it's like when somebody loses like, like a bunch of pounds and they're no longer obese. I'm like, I'm like. I'm like, good job, but that's just the ground floor. You know, it's like, like but but I have mixed feelings. I, like I said, I have mixed feelings because it also is an accomplishment. Losing weight and being sober is also an accomplishment. But also, I feel like it's still the ground floor whenever you get done, which I don't, you know I mean, I don't, it's, it conflicts in my head constantly about it being an accomplishment. I don't, I don't know why, because I'm like kind of an ambitious overachieving. Well, athlete. yeah, because you get, well, it's not just that, man. Like, for instance, if you get sober, that's just a small part of, what actually has to take place in order for you to stay sober. Like I constantly have to like be aware of myself and how I'm talking to people and the tone of my voice and my actions and my intentions. It's, it's a lot of work to change your behaviors, to not resort back to numbing yourself with 
drugs and or alcohol or food or sex or sugar or whatever your addiction is, man. You know what I mean? No, I definitely do. And like, and like, and then like, I, I feel like a guy like me that says he changed smoked weed is kind, is kind, kind of sounds soft compared to like other people's problems. But, but, but I mean, it's still, it's still psychologically was, was that, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not even against weed or any alcohol or anything like that. I'm, I'm just against the lack of moderation that a guy like me has, you know, we're like, uh, yeah. like if I could, if I could just smoke a joint every once in a while or something, that'd be different than me chain smoking all day. And, and like what the, and then what that does to my lungs and other things, I want, I want to be 90. So I've just been working out more. I've been, you know, I've been doing all that stuff. And it's like, but, but, but again, I, it's the same. I feel the same way if, if I was like, man, I used to be obese. Now I'm normal. It's like, okay, well you're, I'm at the ground, but like sober to me is like, I'm at the ground floor right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? But I still think it's like, like, but, but again, it's still a huge accomplishment to, to, to give up a lot of things that a lot of people couldn't in like, and like to, um, to psychologically beat that and win that war on positivity versus darkness. No, I think that's still, that's what I think people reward is winning that battle. You know what I mean? But I think where you're at in the yeah. world afterwards, you still, you, it's a starting point. Like you're at the, you're at the, you're at the go line when you, when you get sober uh, almost. It's, it's like when you get a record deal. I'm oh, sorry. What? I was saying 100%. Yeah, it's like it's like a record deal. It's like it's like uh, you get signed, your band gets signed. That's when the job starts. I mean, it's it's not yeah. the end of it's not the finished line like a lot of people think in music. Also, even though record labels probably that's a bad, that's an old man example. I don't even think that happens anymore. I don't think people get signed anymore. But uh, <laughs> I, right. But I'm, just, but I'm just saying, like I think like uh, and and I'm proud of like anyone's accomplishment. I think that like I, I think you think you think it was a girl or love or something that, that motivated you or like what do you think the motivation was? Uh, so. I just wanted to, to, to be a different, I don't want to say a different person. I, I didn't want to be the person I was. I, I, I didn't want to be, I was a shyster, man. Like I weaseled a friend of mine out of like $10,000. I eventually paid that back 100%. Uh, and, and once I got sober and realized like, you know, I, I was, I wasn't a good person. I just wasn't a good person. And I, that didn't sit well with me. So I just wanted to be who I am naturally, if that makes any sense. I can relate to that 100%, to be honest with you. Like, I, I feel like um, I'm, I'm at the place now, I mean, like, to where, like, I wasn't I, – I didn't have, I didn't have like, hard drugs or anything like that, um, but I was still a shitty person. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. to where, like, to where, like I, I go off on people sometimes, and I'm, I'm constantly apologizing about it because I, I have a really bad temper. And I'll just, like, and I'll just, like, I'll just go off about something that doesn't even fucking matter, to be honest with you, in hindsight – and, and, and like, but it's in that moment, it seems like this battle and everybody, and they're just against me. And I got to be like, Hey, fucking you fucking idiot. You just did this really minute thing that doesn't matter. And, you know, I mean, that's how it feels. And then I'm always, I'm, I'm constantly going through my rounds of just apologizing to people and being accountable. So I, I think that's, uh, I think it's very, like, I think I, I think you're allowed to funk up as long as you just don't keep doing it. And also you like own it and realize that like you're, you made a mistake. Go talk to these people. I mean, if you go off on somebody, Make it right with them. Apologize. Own what you did. But but also, don't just excuse. I mean, if somebody, somebody fucks you over and you go off on them, just be like, what you did was wrong. Well, how I handled that was also wrong. You know, it's like, that's how I have to, like, talk to people yeah. instead of just being, like, instead of just being, like, rude all the time. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like this comment says, the work begins when we decide to make a change. And and ultimately, man, life, life is going to throw shit at you. And the only thing you have control over is the way you react to whatever that situation is. That that's is so the only true, thing. No, that's so that's so big, but it sounds so small. Like when you said that, it sounds common sense and small, but that is a big action. That is a that is like just being accountable and just being like it's every. Hard. I mean, 
It is hard. No, it is. I mean, it's a, it's a, that's what I mean. It's a, it sounds small, but it's a huge thing. I think it's a, it's a very, it's, it's very hard to, uh, to, to own your mistakes and like, uh, and not just blame everything around you for your mistakes, you know? And I think that's what a young man does. You know, it's kind of like, Oh, it's your fault. I do all this dumb oh, shit. Yeah. You know? I mean, a, a lot of the reason why I've stayed in addiction for so long is because it was everybody else's fault. I'm fucked up because of this. I'm fucked up because my life sucks. When I sobered up, I realized the only reason my life sucks is because I'm choosing to continue to walk down that fucking path. So I had to change yeah, my yeah. path. Yeah, my life's yeah, it's like my life sucks because I'm I make bad decisions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, if, if my life if my life's bad, it's 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 I mean there's other variables obviously, but you can't like define you can't be like look oh it's my parents' fault, it's my friends' fault, it's, it's everybody it's society's fault. I mean, like, like during that like COVID time, everybody just like locked themselves in their house and stuff, and like, and they tweets their own whatever. But, but I feel like that. I was like, man, this is a good time to pass everybody up, you know? I'm like, if nobody's working towards their goals, this is an easy time to pass everybody up, and that's that's the kind of mindset I have. I lived through like the recession, like 2008 recession, all that stuff like that, and everybody's just like, oh man, there's just no jobs. I'm like, okay, well, fucking start jobs, you know? Get out there and and figure out what sells still, you know? It's like it's like, I mean, yeah. that's when fortunes are made. You know what I mean? Like like when whenever yeah. no one's chasing it, that's when fortunes are made, you know? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. And that's why I got to view the world. I guess we're all prisoners of our mind, and God wants to solve. I mean, that's. I mean, that's that's. that's I mean, yeah, our perception probably limits us more than anything. That's a yeah. great point, DK. Like, like, <laughs> like self doubt is my worst enemy. I doubt myself all the fucking time, dude. I, I, I don't want to sound like a conceited person because I, I'm not very humble. But we have a pretty hardcore fan base high desert is like we the people fucking love us man and there i will go to the kitchen i will make a sauce that i know people love and i'm like is this even any of that is it really that good you know what i mean i i doubt myself all the fucking time it's a well, real smart thing. people do no smart people doubt themselves yeah uh, like, like, like only a real dumb asshole like thinks they're right all the time you know it's like it's like you have to you have to be you have to be a real dumb ass to just think you're always right and your way is so just, you know what I mean it's like and then i think it's just a bunch of perceptions like put together you know i mean i think it's like billions of perceptions like, like put together that create this like general consensus and perception of the world you know it's like it's just how we perceive it and how everybody perceives it and, and like that's the difference between delusion and success is other people taking part in your delusion you know, that's the only, yeah. that's the only difference. Like, you know, it's like if without sponsors and without you as a guest and without people watching this, this would be delusional. This would be a guy like talking to his <laughs> MacBook Pro. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the same thing as like hot sauce, man. If people don't love your hot sauce, it's just fucking delusional. You know, it, it, you have to, you have to go out there and like, you know, and like, I mean, that's a good point too. DK saying like, uh, we are our worst critics. I mean, and I think that's true. I, I think I could criticize myself more. Than I criticize anybody ever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, if I if I don't critique myself and I don't put pressure on myself, ain't nobody else gonna force me to be better at what I do? Yeah, because you know it does. Because at the end of the day, I don't really care. I, I I care to know where people come from, but I don't care enough for them to influence my actions. It's it's all yeah, it's all self motivation. I I'm I, we are very similar people. I feel like, and I I don't know if that's just. If, if, if that just sounds like the more you talk, the more I get to know you, the more it seems like I have, I have in common of these. I, I feel a lot of the ways you're saying, you know? Yeah. I, I, okay. Just uh, from chatting with you for a little bit, uh, I, I'm going to make some assumptions and I could be wrong, but I'm going to say you, you probably have an addictive personality. You're probably a little OCD. 
you're probably a little bit of a perfectionist. <laughs> just, just a little bit. No, uh, definitely, definitely. But I make it look it? like I'm not. I look, I look lazier than I am. You know, it's like, it's like, and, and, <laughs> and, and like when I quit chain smoking weed, now I just work out four hours a day. You know, so it's like I just, I just change the obsession. You know, and it, like I yeah. just changed the, the the addictive things. I didn't want to be drinking beer. I like I didn't want to be masking it in a bar. I didn't want to be like changing it to another chemical. I, I so I was just like, man, I've just been riding my. I rode my bike 19 miles the last five days. Granted, an e-bike, so, but you're, I'm still pedaling. You know, also, it's an assisted e-bike. But I'm saying, like, I, I went 20 miles the last five days, which to me, my fat ass probably didn't do that in his entire life combined. You know, yeah. And, and like, well, and I, I mean, that's that's what the whole like program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm sorry. Recovery program, I'll say. I'll not name anything due to animosity. You know what I mean? Uh, the whole recovery program is taking your addiction, whatever you're addicted to, and replacing it with that. You know what I mean? Definitely. I personally I personally do not jive with the program. I don't knock the program. I know a lot of amazing people that got sober because of the program. I just chose a different program. I chose hot sauce. <laughs> That is not my addiction. That's funny. Yeah, you okay. That makes sense, man. It's like I, and it, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I, I'm really involved in. I'm really obsessed with business, and I'm really obsessed with working out. At this point, like I'm starting. Like I, I started. Like who cares? Who cares about exact business things? But I'm saying like, I like the average person's not going to give a fuck about what I'm saying about that. But I, but I, but I am like I, I'm obsessed with working, and I'm obsessed with working out. Like I like I ride my bike to about two miles to and two miles from. A gym, and then I do cardio when I'm there. I do another like mile or two when I'm there, lifting stuff. And, and I'm just like, I mean, I work out two to four hours a day, like, and I, and I don't even realize it. it's not even like I'm trying to. I just, I just, I'm doing a bunch of stuff, going between machines and going between tracks and the pool and like whatever else. And then, and then I look at the clock. I'm like, man, I was, I went from like eleven o'clock to like three o'clock. I'm like, man, my wife's like hit me up like she's a teacher. She's like, hey, I'm almost out of school. And I'm like, I'm almost out of uh, work. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't realize it was already that time. You know, it's like just weird because I, I can work i work nights mostly so it's like during the day i just been doing that and like i have such a clear head man i am like i feel like i'll live longer my my heart is getting stronger i feel it it's just like um i i i i've been meaning to do this forever but i just did it four weeks ago you know what i mean i've been meaning to quit yeah. smoking weed every day i'm like i'm gonna quit smoking weed soon i'm gonna quit doing this soon you know because like i knew i was outgrowing it i knew i couldn't be 16 forever you know it's you know what i mean it's just like i, yeah. I get it and I still enjoy it. I mean, I, 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 I got to smoke these edibles ads. They make the best edibles. I mean, I still, I still enjoy it, but time and place, I can't just do it every day. I can't do it. Like, you know what I mean? I can do it on the weekends or something. I can, I can do it to relax if I want to. I just haven't yet because I have, again, like you said, such an addictive personality that we both probably have like, 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 like to where like we need to focus on like guys like us. And if you're watching and you're like, this, like you, you need to obsess about things that are healthy. If you're going to yeah. be obsessive, obsess about things that are healthy and not going to pollute yeah. your lungs and body, you know? And, that, and that, that's yeah. where I was at. It was the amount of weed I'm smoking, not that I was smoking weed. Like I go through like a half pound in two weeks, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, and I smoke yeah. with other people, don't get me wrong. But, but I mean, what does that do to my lungs? You know what I mean? Like, I'm still coughing up phlegm a month later, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at, I, well, okay. So I only buy one pack of cigarettes a day or one pack of cigarettes at a time, I'll say. Uh, and they're always like, just one? I'm like, yeah, man. Like, because every day is my quit day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to wake up one morning and just not smoke cigarettes. Um, cigarettes weren't hard anyway. for me weed was that's the weird things like everybody like i feel like it's the opposite for a lot of people i think well you probably smoke more than me too though you probably smoke more cigarettes than me. you smoke all day well my whole thing is it's like that and caffeine are like my last crutch you know what i mean so yeah yeah 
since I don't drink, I don't fucking get high anymore. Like that's that's the last thing I'm holding on to. You know what I mean? So uh I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a little scary, you know? Uh it I, is. I try I've tried quitting smoking in the past and like I go through this goofy stage and my wife loves it, but then like my face glazes over or my eyes glaze over and my face gets really like serious and then I'm just fucking angry, man. Like so angry because the just the little nicotine receptors in my brain go blah. Well, that lasted about yeah. three days to about a week or two. Cause like, uh, he's like, uh, I was having panic attacks, bro, from fucking, or excuse me, from not smoking weed. I was having panic attacks. I was, I, I, I've smoked weed since I was 16. So it was like, it was like, uh, I'm like, man, I'm feeling feelings again. I had no idea how to process them. And I think the same thing yeah. with caffeine and uh, nicotine. I think like, even though they sound like we're just talking about some G rated bullshit, it, it, it is hard psychologically to, to get off these, like you called crutches. And that's very accurate. I, I think it is, I think it's hard to, um, to feel those feelings again, all those repressed thoughts and find a healthy way of processing them. It's like, if I don't work out, I'm the same way you would be without smoking a cigarette. Like I'm, I, I, I'm assuming I feel like really anxious and like kind of irritable and all that stuff. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of, motivate myself to get my fat ass out of bed, ride a bike somewhere. I'm like, I'm like, get up, go do stuff. You know, you're, and then after I do it, I feel way better, but it's yeah. not fun. It's not fun to motivate yourself to do it though. If I don't, if I don't make hot sauce for, like a while, I'll I'll start getting like that, like not even realize it. I'll just be in a bad mood, and I won't know why. And then like I'll make a batch of sauce, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> no, that yeah. makes sense. And dance, dance with squirrels is a good point too. Like the mental element yeah. is often more difficult. It's like saying goodbye to an old friend, and it is because like I love yeah. smoking weed more than anything, probably to be honest. I'm not anything, but more than most things, you know. Yeah. And like and, like that was. It's always like a, it was a happy button, man. It was like, it's like I'm gonna press this button and feel mm-hmm. happy and have to have do nothing and like and now like like I relate the way you talk about hot sauce, how I relate comedy because like I'll be like, man, I'm never doing comedy again. Fuck this, and then, and then I just feel <laughs> about it and, I, and I miss it. It's like that's what I relate that that thing you're saying to comedy. It's like I love doing stand up. I love that energy. I love that. I love that challenge, man. I love like figuring out a way to either piss off or make happy a hundred people at the same time. You know, just like I love that challenge. Yep. Or piss off fifty and. Uh, make the other 50 happy <laughs> yeah yeah no and it goes back and forth like i i i feel like uh, i don't know that's what I, I don't know i feel like that you it's like so what is it like okay what is it like on being a hot sauce like company like more or less i don't i don't necessarily understand that like i, I to a degree what it, like so so what is a day in your life kind of go through on a day you are working or, or doing this what, what is uh, <laughs> I, I just don't well, understand you like, like okay so i don't I, I don't really have any employees. Uh, my wife helps me bottle hot sauce. My neighbor helps me bottle hot sauce. Uh, the gas station manager around the corner helps me bottle hot sauce like when they can. So uh, like this morning, okay, I was up at 2.30. I didn't deal with TikTok bullshit. And I'd go to the warehouse and load up glass, take it over to the kitchen so we could bottle hot sauce tomorrow. And then I... Yeah, I just had a bunch of run around to do to get things. I had to replace some light bulbs in the kitchen. And then, uh, yeah, you know, it just depends on the day. Yesterday, I sat around the warehouse all day, waiting for a couple pallets to get picked up. You know what I mean? Tomorrow, it'll be uh, be like a 4 o'clock wake up, and then I'll go over to the warehouse. I'll get the lock coder warming up. Excuse me. And then I'll go over to the kitchen. I'll, like sanitize my area build my kettle get ready to bottle the wife will show up about eight we'll run through uh 
We'll bottle up like 900 bottles, uh, load it back in the truck, take it back over to the warehouse where we unload it, run it through the packaging line where uh, it gets the shrink band, it gets the lock code, it gets the label. Uh, then we'll box it up again and palletize that. And then I'll pack whatever orders I need to pack. Uh, probably deal with TikTok some more because that's just an ongoing fucking battle. Uh, you know, and then within that, I got to find time to make social media posts and, you know, I get that part of it. You know, I get that part of it. You know, it is a lot. And I think that uh, people need to hear that to understand it because like your dreams are definitely possible, but you're going to work your ass off for them, you know? And, and, and how long did it take you to monetize? Like, like my, my business, I, like I'll get to that in a second, but how long did it take you to monetize off hot sauce? Like, uh, I don't make any money, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I mean, it, I definitely make less money now than I did when I was painting houses. It is what it is. I am personally. Oh, was there happier. like a, like an entertainment uh, I mean, part? There's like this, like for me, there's like this dead period where, like, like, like my my 20s were just like, until I was 28. I didn't. I mean, okay, I, I like promoted I, as a promoter. I may have made money or something like that, but with my own art, I didn't make any money. Until I was like 28. Like, as far as was there something like that in Hot Sauce too, where you had to take like a five year, get your name together, or like was there anything like that where it was all an investment period, more or less? And I get that like you're ambitious, so you probably still feel like you're in your investment period. But you are you are in stores, you are selling. So so I mean, was there like a, a period of time when you weren't when you were putting it all together? I mean, ultimately, man, uh, I established High Desert in 2018. Like I said, we got our FDA approval in 2020, and then COVID shut the world out. So I kind of monetized right away just because like I hopped on all the Facebook groups. I'm like, hey, I just got my here's my FDA approval letter. Like, this is who we are, this is what I do. Uh give That's us exciting. a shot. Five five fucking dollars a bottle just to get my name out there, man. And then as like I got more and more popular in the community, I I would just like kick back and listen to people's reactions to our products, make adjustments along the way. And then, you know, like my homeless story came out and then, you know, it's just, I, I think honestly people, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I make good sauce. I, I like what I make. Uh, other people seem to like what I make, but I think people more appreciate my story and where I came from than they do my products. I don't know. That's just, that's just my own head fucking with me probably, but it's because I, I do. I have probably like a, a pretty. I have a pretty awesome story, you know, going from a homeless tweaker doing questionable shit to get high, to being on hot ones where people like Matt Damon are eating my product and Lord and Michael Shea, like what? You no, know? it's an amazing story, and, and like it should anyone watching this should know that anyone can do anything ever. You just got to do the work, and, and and that's okay. That's the difference between pro- having a product and, and entertainment because entertainment took forever to monetize, bro. I mean, uh, it took like uh, like I'd, I'd argue as a comedian, it took about I didn't even know I was going to be a comedian, but it took about arguably 10 years, like about eight years or so, you know. And then, like, a podcast took about five years. I mean, it but but it's but uh, I feel like if you have a product, it's faster to monetize because you're like, I'm making this thing right here that I could sell to you. Where like my product's basically free, but then I sell advertising. So so first you have to you have to build up viewers and have anybody even watch this yeah. before, before you can do that. So it took a second, I guess. But no, that's that's interesting. I like hearing how everybody gets going and stuff like that. And I think that's uh, 
think it's important for people watching at home if they want to. I mean, if they want to have it, uh, the best cell phone podcast or the best uh, hot sauce. I mean, you have two of the sources right here, you know. So, so it's uh, yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, ultimately, man. Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. So we got our FDA approval, and then like less than a year later, I was on hot ones, and then <laughs> and then there was an issue with our hot ones order. Okay, so we had to bring on this co-packer to make this 36,000 bottle order and they fucked something up and shit was blown up in people's faces, dude. So, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it was easy to monetize. Like, it's been a struggle. There was like a 24,000 bottle, like 24,000 bottles, not 2,400, 24,000 bottle recall that the co-packer didn't want to, like, take care of. So I had to, like, you know, figure that out, like money wise and find a new co-packer and replace this product and like so it's not just like the homeless the hot ones story there's a story to go with the hot ones that also you know people know me for so i got i got popular for all the wrong reasons i guess that makes sense <laughs> yeah yeah but I mean, I like the overcoming, man. Like most people would have given up seven times to, uh, before that you got to where you're at, if not more, you know. And I think that's, I think your persistence is very important, and like your values. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't even admit a mistake like publicly, and then or or try to correct it. Or I mean, I mean, you know, what I mean, there's so much PR in this world where everybody's just a liar right now. And I think your authenticity yeah. is what personally draws me to you. Is I, I I can tell you you're yourself, and you're not you're not some guy bullshitting me. And I think that's more important than anything in, in like conversation or friendship or whatever else. I think that's the most important thing to me is that you're yourself. Like it's where I'm, I'm, at. I'm very transparent, man. I, I, you know, obviously I have like an email marketing program. I've shut my company down at least one time at this point. I've definitely sent emails like, Hey, I'm kind of struggling like mentally with this. I might take a break. You know, I, I just tell people like it is like, Hey, this is what the fuck's going on. Accept it or don't. I mean, but this is what I'm going through. Uh, I think I might need I, I, I might need to take a break from hot sauce for a little while. I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry. It's it's gotta happen. It has to happen. You know what I mean? And no, it's, I think, I I'm I just think honest with people. Oh, sorry, go. Ahead. I was just saying, I'm just I'm just honest with people, and I think they appreciate that because there are so many companies out there that you know that aren't. I just never make mistakes publicly or never admit it. Or, and the thing is, it's like, you're not just your mistakes, you, you're your wins also, but it's, but it's like being honest about it all along the way. And I think, I think that's, um, I think that's what authenticity is. And I think that's very important. Just the accountability of win or loss, you know, and I think that's important, but um, I feel like I talked to you for nine more hours. I need to keep these in an hour. I'll just talk. I, I will. I'll just talk to you for nine hours. Literally. Um, <laughs> I, didn't I mean, I have to get up pretty early, so I can't stay too late. <laughs> well, your website's hdsauceco.com. Is there anything else you want to throw out here uh, that you want people to look up or know about you before we get out here? Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'll be on people's podcasts. Like, like, throw out all these links. I'm like, we already did throughout the entire episode. And, and, and like, they could literally just Google your name. Your hot sauce company's right there. The hot sauce name, uh, hdsauce.co if you listen on audio. Um, I'll, I, I, I'm, I'll probably put a link in the description if you listen to this later also. Um, but if not, it's on the screen right now for the people watching live. Uh, definitely try a hot sauce. My favorite's probably, like they said, the fire green roast. I think we said that five times, but just to reiterate, I think that was that's my favorite one. But I mean, don't limit that in your experience. Try all of them and uh, yeah, and see I mean, what, shit, what do we, we have like 15 flavors, man. I think I sent you four, so fair. Yeah, <laughs> I've only had four so far. That is fair. I do like the yeah. ghost of saffron, uh, the saffron one too. That was, that was a good one. Um, but I mean, they're all good. It's just like my particular taste buds and like what, what, um, uh, what I liked in an exact moment. And I think like 
I mean, and, and that was that was a what a sat that was a Saturday. So I'm sure on Tuesday I have different taste buds on the Saturday. Yeah, you know? well, so it's like I also curated that package based on information that was given to me. Like I was told you enjoyed like mango habaneros, and I'm like mango habanero sauces. I'm like okay, so it kind of sounds like he likes the sweeter side of things. So that's why I sent what I sent. You know, had I known differently, I would have said I would have curated the package a little different. I'm sure. Well, we definitely know each other better now, but I, and I definitely will probably end up trying more. I mean, I think like, uh, I think you got a good thing going and like, um, also he's in stores. So if you want to support stores in your local area and support him directly from his website, do that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get out here. I'll end up talking this man's ear off and, uh, he'll, he'll miss, he'll not be able to wake up in the morning. Cause I'll just keep this going. And the uh, don't matter, I, so the video. I will get up regardless. If that means not going to sleep, I will do what I gotta do. <laughs> Well, I imagine that's that's your that's your pattern from your youth, right? Like, yeah, no, I, I will make it happen regardless. So, no, definitely, I feel the same way. But uh, if you're watching home, thank you very much. If you're listening later, thank you very much. Um, share this episode to every single person you know, and uh, like I think they need to hear this. Um, and if you're at the end of the episode now, start it over, watch from the beginning. Thank you very much again, uh, Zach. I appreciate you, and uh, thank you all for watching at home. Um, bye. Later.